Welcome to Thinking Reimagined, produced by Live Abundantly. Live Abundantly is committed to justice, equity, equality, diversity, and inclusion for the creation of a global society which respects the rights and well-being of all citizens. We invite you to visit our website livesabundantly.com to support our initiatives for women, youth and children. Thinking Reimagined, changing the mindset for For a better better global society. Good morning, everyone. Welcome on board. Thank you so much for joining us. This is another exciting edition of the Think and Reimagine podcast. And this is really an unusual one. We're talking about Think and Reimagine meets Pillow Talk. And I'll be talking to the executive director. Let me call that the executive producer of the Think and Reimagine podcast, Dr. Amma. She's also being joined by Mr. Peter Amon Boyo, who also happens to be a co-producer of the podcast. We'll be talking about his own personal content online called Pillow Talk. So we've called it Think and Reimagine Meets Pillow Talk. Dr. Amon, Mr. Boyo, welcome on board. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you. Good morning. By the way, this year's um, 16 Days of Activism Against Gender-Based Violence is on, running uh, from 25th November to 10th December 2021. And the theme for this year's observance is Orange the World and Violence Against Women Now. You have to keep tabs on this particular space because we have a lot to talk about in that regard. Dr. Amma, we've done 44 episodes now. How does that make you feel? Well, I didn't realize that we've done 44 episodes. What can I say? Kudos to the team, to you. Um, I can't take the credit, but uh, it's marvelous. And I hope that we have thousands and thousands and maybe we reach a million one of these days, but uh, well done, everyone. That's fantastic. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the visionary. It all, it all begins with a vision, right? I think it's a good place to it start. Does. Let's talk about you know, what's chased you online. Because you used to be a very private person. Something I must still have. <laughs> Something must have happened pre and post COVID. Talk to us about <laughs> the vision behind the thinking reimagined. Funny for me, it's interesting you should say um, I've always been a private person. I think I am still a private person. I mean, my private life is very much so. Um, but uh, in, in this space, in the work that we do, um, I do have to have a public persona. And that's what we always want to um, present. And uh, 
I, I like to believe that I've kept them separate, but we know that in life, things intermingle um, here and there, and there's an intersection of, of ideas and thoughts. But um, Thinking Reimagined um, began uh, 1st of January, 2021. I believe that was the first date that we went on the air. And the idea behind Thinking Reimagined was really a platform for intergenerational dialogue. Um, it was bringing the elephant from under the table and putting it so that everyone could see it, everyone could interact with it. You mentioned a few minutes ago, the 16 days of activism. The reality is that started 30 years ago. 30 years ago, a group of activists decided that it was time to raise the issue and put it on a platform where people could see, engage, learn, and interact and positively try to reduce um, the level of violence against women. Unfortunately, it hasn't um, been successful and COVID has not helped because we know that um, currently about 40% of women in Nigeria, not to speak of globally, have been affected by violence during the COVID period. But these are the things that we need to talk about. If we had a platform like Thinking Reimagined where generations can speak about the issues of violence from their perspective, perhaps we would have tamed and controlled and made inroads in this respect, but unfortunately it continues. And when we speak about violence, we're speaking about the spectrum from domestic violence to sexual violence, emotional violence, human trafficking, child brides. I mean, the, it's the gamut is just enormous. But um, I hope and always believe that mm -hmm. as long as we have a platform like Think and Reimagined, that people will come, people will talk, people will share ideas. And hopefully through that, we educate and we impact and bring solutions to the forefront. It's one thing to talk, it's another thing to have solutions. And those solutions need to bring about the change that's necessary so that the other 50% is respected and can be an active participant in their lives and in the society. Absolutely. So I'm going to return to you briefly um, to <laughs> identify at what point you, you know, you decided to go online with this and what inspired it. But Mr. Boyo, what inspires you to keep talking? Dr. Ama talks about how challenging it can be when um, you are talking about these issues but day after day, you are still facing the challenges. Um, it is the right thing to discuss them. But at the same time, it gets to a point where you just would want actions, you know, to double the talk, you know, particularly when you consider the figures. You talked about the issue of gender-based violence. Um, there's lots of awareness about it. You can still do a lot more. But what inspires you to keep talking in the face of the contradictions? Well, um, like Dr. Ama says, um, gender-based violence needs to be addressed. And what inspires me the most is that there has to be a dialogue that's going on because when we say gender-based violence, we're not just talking about men against women or women against men. It goes both ways. So the dialogue and the narrative has to be um, brought to light. And in different um, societies where it's an unspoken 
norm. This thinking and imagining brings us to the highlight because we're talking about it. We're bringing awareness to it. People are um, dialoguing. People are getting the ideas that they can speak about it. People are learning that it's happening to other people and it's not just a personal um, um, thing that's happening to them. So um, thinking and imagining to me is talking, bringing to the fore, um, foreground what is going on. We have many, many instances where you, you have like a seminar or you have um, a, um, a broadcast or whatever. And then people are like, oh, so this is not just me. I never knew it was happening to so-and-so. And then there's also the fact that people, um, when you talk about gender-based violence, it's the idea that it's only men hitting their wives, but no, it goes way, way, way beyond that. Like Dr. Thomas said, there's human trafficking, there's abuse, there's child abuse, there's spousal abuse, husbands um, abusing their wives, wives also abusing their husbands. And especially for the um, female to male abuse, it's a really, it's hidden and it's like a shameful act. Like your husbands cannot go out and say, my wife is beating me up or my wife is attacking me, but it happens all the time. I'm talking as a man now from that perspective, it happens to a lot of men that abuse. And then there's, a, I have a lot of personal instances, not myself, but of cases where the, the women do not speak out. And a platform like this highlights and lets us know that it is okay to speak out. There's help out there, you know, and if it's happening to so-and-so and they talk about it, it helps someone else who is, who is also fighting with the um, stigma or fighting with the urge to tell somebody, speak out, tell somebody, come on a platform like this, talk about it. If you want to be anonymous, send a message. They, we also offer like, um, well, not guardians, but by talking about it, you can learn about how to get help, how to to contact and sometimes we post like different um, numbers or um, contacts or just how to get help so thinking reimagine is thinking in a different way not the norm so that's what really inspires me just to bring it out there bring it out there in your face and you know this idea of challenging the mindset for a better global society isn't new with the podcast series. It is something that Dr. Amma and the team are known for. I mean, I have had the privilege of anchoring live events in the past years, uh, bringing people, stakeholders across board to discuss these pertinent issues. And, you know, it's just pretty much amazing how Dr. Amma has kept going on. You know, there are things you do for a while but then when you continually do a thing, it tells, it just shows how passionate you are about it and how committed um, you, you are to the cause. Uh, because this is what you've done also with Live Abundantly um, over the years. Um, just talk to us, at what point did you start thinking of a podcast series and going online <laughs> with all of them? Uh, Nifemi, that's a very good question because in all honesty, I've always felt that um, podcast, radio, television and media is essential for getting messages across. 
when we started, the idea, the concept for Think and Reimagined was there. So Live Abundantly, which um, started in 2017, actually had Think and Reimagined as an aspect of it and Live Abundantly produces Think and Reimagined. But it wasn't the right time because I was getting my feet wet. I was getting the lay of the land. Oh, hello, sweetheart. How are you? Oh, are we going to see the face, just the back of the head for today? Thank you for joining us. Oh, what a sweetheart. It's so glad to see another generation joining us. That's what I love about this podcast. The children can participate in a very interesting way. They're learning already without even realizing that they're part of the, the whole process that's going on here. So kudos to you, Nifemi, for what you do with your beautiful daughters and um, keeping them engaged in this process. Oh, she's such a darling. Well, take the time to hold her lovingly. Ah, oh, look at that. What a sweetheart. So, um, you know, it just it just seemed last year, or was, was it last year with COVID, that it was a good time for us to launch Think and Reimagine. It was a good time for us to connect with a wider audience because we weren't able to do physical events. By the way, the title Think and Reimagined is actually credited to um, one of my children who came up with it. So that title has been there since 2016. It just became the time to, um, to launch it. So to my child, person knows himself, I thank you. Um, but really it's about changing the mind. I know Nifem is going to start pushing questions, not going to happen. <laughs> but it really is about not just changing the mindset, but actively engaging with people to understand that you play a role in your life, in the lives of your neighbors, in the lives of your family, and you can get information and information is vital. We need information for change. We need information to grow. We need information to have policies, but more importantly, we need information to be accountable. And um, the laws are there, but if you're not if you're not implementing viable solutions and being accountable, then you don't make that change. You don't see the change. But here's the thing. If you can affect the life of one person who affects the life of another, then through the process of multiplicity, you have actually affected many lives. And that's what we aim for, to impact lives and to have dialogue, intergenerational dialogue. So much is hidden under the table. We need to bring it onto the table. We need to talk about it. We need to address it. Enough is enough. And the more we stay silent, the more we perpetrate or allow it to perpetrate itself. You know, um, and with the, with the advent of the, what do you call it, sustainable development goals, it's become really mandatory that governments, individuals, businesses, schools, everybody, the whole community, everybody is a stakeholder in this because it affects all. It affects women, it affects girls, it affects boys, it affects men. The ratio at which it affects women is far greater, but it does not mean that it does not affect men and boys as well. Thank you so much for all you do, Dr. Amma. I agree with you that dialogue is powerful. You know, thinking about why do family members stick together? It's beyond just being blood relations. It's because they talk together a lot. And that is what has happened to, you know, 
everyone who's been a part of this podcast. You know, you just keep talking to one another and you begin to grow closer over the years. Uh, Mr. Boyo, I'm going to put it on the spot now. Which is your, which do you consider to be the most profound episode of the Thinking Reimagined podcast for you? Um, <laughs> most interesting <laughs> well, hands down, it is the episode Why Men Should Cry because I, I think that was, that was that was like I don't even know how to describe it. It's I don't think there's been a podcast of just all men. I'm talking about crying. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't a serious topic because a lot of things came out of that topic. You understand? Like men keeping their emotions bottled up and how it can lead to depression or abuse or men crying when they're happy or men going hiding or men saying, um, be a man, stop crying in public. So I think that episode really brought out a new vibe in the thinking margins for everyone. You think and you imagine it and that was my just absolute best episode. Absolutely. I agree with you. So if you're wondering what we talked about and why men should cry, you should check it out on all of our platforms. We're on um, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify. We even have that episode on YouTube, Leaves Abundantly. I mean, it's, it's so exciting. I, I remember one guy saying he, he cried a few days before that and recording. And it was because his girlfriend broke his heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. I'm going to get back to no, you. Nifemi, Nifemi, I need to ask you a question. Yes. Which is your favorite episode? My oh, favorite. Yes. Oh, my. So, uh, all right. I think it would be... Uh, can you remember that episode where we had some sponsors come around for the female surveyors? I just loved how um, the podcast moved from mere talking to acting. I mean, I, I, I remember when we announced the winners and one of the ladies, you know, almost instantly broke down and was crying. I mean, it was so touching. It was emotional. I felt that we're not just talking, that we were touching lives. And one of them even joined in a subsequent, uh, subsequent episode. And, you know, it's just amazing to see people, to see, to see us touch lives and, you know, impact them positively. It's one thing to motivate and inspire someone. It's another thing when you have the privilege to help them push, you know, pay their school fees. That's just amazing. Um, the reaction for me was top notch. Of course, I would have well, taken very the, interesting. Why men should cry, but um, <laughs> <I'm taking> that. <laughs> no, absolutely, that, that, was, that was inspiring, touching lives because that's what we do. And because of um, COVID, there's no physical contact, but virtually we're still touching lives. So. Absolutely. Kudos to the um, TRT. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. I agree yeah. with you, Mr. Boy. Yeah. So, let's put yeah. Dr. Amma. I yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is your <laughs> most favorite episode? Hmm. I don't, you know, uh, I've, I've, I've birthed all of these 
in one way or the other. So I can't say I have a favorite, but there's some who that stick out. And um, the one you mentioned with the female um, survey students um, is very dear to my heart for many reasons. Um, I just love it, just, just love it. Um, and we continue to work with those young ladies. We've actually been doing um, mentoring and sponsorship sessions with them. And uh, we hope to bring them back in the new year so that they can actually share with people the things that they've been experiencing um, since March of this year. I also liked, and it always is one that I return to when I'm speaking with them or other people is the internet never forgets. Um, you know, people don't realize that the information they put on the internet is, doesn't disappear, it's there. Um, it lives with you. It affects your life. It affects your ability to to get a visa, your ability to land a job. To, you know, it just affects your life. And so being mindful about those kinds of things is very important. You know, we're so quick to pick up the phone and young people are very quick to, uh, you know, go online and respond to posts and put up, <clears throat> honestly, sometimes nonsensical content uh, that they don't realize is going to affect them when they're trying to get into university or secure a job or a visa or whatever in, in, the, in, the, in the future. So we have to be mindful. Um, there, there was an episode that was very troubling, which was the young girls that were um, half naked um, gyrating. I think you we remember that. That really touched a chord in my heart. And I thought, my goodness, how can we fail the next generation? Uh, so that um, struck a chord and uh, till today we never found out who those girls were we know never able to directly interact <laughs> with them but hopefully those who saw it learned the importance of protecting the girls the importance of educating the girls and the importance of watching what your children are doing you know being a parent is beyond paying school fees and providing nourishment and a a roof over their head. There's so much more that parents must do these days for the safety and well-being of their uh, of their children. So I I also enjoyed that episode. But as I said, I love them all because conceptually I do create them. Um, but I'm sure if you ask me in another month or two, I may have some others that will come up. But, and yes, I did enjoy the last episode and I've had so much feedback. Like, how did you get those men to be so brutally honest? And I said, well, honesty is uh, one of our hallmarks. You have to be honest and you have to be authentic. So there you go. I did like them. So the two you've mentioned and, and many others have been very um, touching. Oh, and I forgot to mention the young one, the youth series. I love yeah. when the youth come on. Yes. Yeah. I love so, when they speak because they speak with passion. They, 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 they understand that the, the future is really in their hands and they want a chance just to be. So, yeah, I would say those. Definitely. I've always yeah. wanted to ask you this, Dr. Amma. How do you come up with yeah. these topics? Yeah. Because um, you came up with the <laughs> why men should cry topic. <laughs> Isn't that you sleep at night and then some extraterrestrial forces bring, bring the ideas to you? What exactly do you do? Is there a tea you drink or something? 
Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, I, I do have my special teas that I drink and I do try to sleep, but uh, the team will probably tell you that when most people are sleeping, I am awake. And, and for someone who knows the importance of sleep and the whole idea and concepts of neuroscience, um, I, I sometimes have to admit I don't sleep as much as I would, I would wish, but I do sleep. Um, but uh, the ideas, if the truth be known, generally come to me when I'm being still. I'm either out walking my 10 kilometers, which I do four to five days a week, or um, when I'm just being still. And in that particular case, I actually know what happened. Uh, a gentleman rang us with a crisis and he was crying. And uh, our, um, our operations manager said to him, why are you crying? Aren't you a man? And I said, I beg your pardon, he's a man with emotions and he has the right to cry. And I actually prefer that he shed the tears and relieve himself of that burden so that we can now help him with the solutions. And I turned around and said, International Men's Day, why men should cry. And that's how it came. So I'm always present. I really live from a place of presence in association with those around me and the environment. And if you're present and connected to those around you and the environment, you will get the cues and the, the universe will speak to you. That's the best way I can describe it. But usually my topics come up when I'm on my 10 kilometer walk, um, wow. which I do four or five days a week. Yeah. I think I would. I will have to join my wife, my wife now on those walks. I used to say that I have, I have no excess flesh to shed, but I think it's just more than shedding weights now. Mr. Boyo, let's get to your uh, pillow talk content on Instagram. I mean, I like, I like the choice of topic. Pillow talk. Pillow guys would rather do. <laughs> Pillow fights with a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are doing pillow talk. What's it about? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's um how we came about. I wanted to speak to people, but I wanted to speak to them from my heart to their heart. So I was like, okay, now what is the best time to talk to someone? And it's pillow talk. We all know what pillow talk means. It's, the most intimate, authentic, um, genuine conversation you can have. So I'm like, I want it to be raw. I want to talk to you as you. I don't want it to be scripted. I don't want to give you any um, script that you can plan your answers. I want it to be just like they say, mano a mano, face to face. And that's how the concept came about. And um, on Instagram, I always got this request to do um, a live show. So I was like, okay, maybe it's time to do a live show. I mean, I'm always on Thinking Reimagine podcast. I'm on other people's talk shows. So why not just start something? And so that's how it came about. So I get like my close friends. I get people in the same industry with me. I get people that um, the audience wants to talk to. For instance, I got um, someone that does skincare, but not bleaching, which everybody's there's really a big market for bleaching, but she is doing skincare. And so she came on and we had almost like a thousand people tuning just to ask questions. And 
they learned so much about skincare and health benefits and the medical side of skincare as opposed to the beauty of skincare. And then I've had like um, some of my industry people like colorful characters. I've had some um, bloggers. I mean, I've had different people, different folks, and I'm gonna invite um, the team from Thinking Imagine, Dr. Arma and Ifemi one of these days to come on Pillow Talk. So we can see a different side of you guys. So it's not so, um, let me say, straight laced and we'll see the, I'm not saying thinking <laughs> is not fun, don't get me wrong, but just a different side. <laughs> your hat off, in bed, just sipping tea and reading a book and I just you catch guys you actually, you, you guys actually have the conversation on the bed? Well, it started out that way, but since I'm always on location, I found out that when I'm on location, the person's holding a pillow and they're like, where's your pillow? I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to like create a pillow that I take around with me. But it was supposed, and that's why the timing was late at night, 9 p.m. Um, West African time, so that you're in bed, you're relaxed. You know, you're, you're having your nightcap or whatever, and we just talk. It's understandable, Mr. Boyu. People take what they do in bed everywhere in the house these days, the kitchen, yes. the kitchen room. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, uh, I wanted to I'll, say something about yes, um, when he please. said authentic conversation, not scripted. Yes. It is one of the things I'm very proud about with Think and Reimagine. We never know what your questions are going to be, Nifemi. There's oh, nothing sure. scripted about what we do. We come on, we give people the title and they come on and they answer the questions. We don't, right. we don't generate any pre- pre-information front loading of the topic i don't even you know the questions i'm going to ask them. most time yes and that's what i'm about so i'll be right to but i'm just wondering because um peter just mentioned that i'm going to come on to pillow talk and he told me yesterday when you come on it's going to be during the holidays when you're relaxed and i thought well how am i going to do that do i come on with my gilly or do i i don't know <laughs> that should be you interesting i'll be in bed <laughs> i'm coming for you don't worry i'm curious I about reading, how that's going to be um, i remember reading larry king's book how to talk to anyone at any time yeah i'm gonna remember larry king on cnn fantastic oh yeah that's right and, um, you know, one of the things you talked about is how very difficult it is to get authentic conversation with another person. You yes. know, how to get behind that wall and make them talk and make them speak from their heart. How has that been for you, Mr. Boyo? I mean, you know, being able to reach people's hearts during, during these conversations. Funny you should say that because and it, when the first few times when I invited people, they were like, okay, what are we going to talk about? I said, just be yourself. Just talk to us. And they're like, well, can you give me like a pre-interview or questions? I was like, no, I'm just going to ask you what you feel like. And don't, don't worry, you'll be comfortable. I'm not going to ask you anything that's going to offend you or make you feel uncomfortable. And then when they get, and then they tell me, okay, maybe 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And then when we get online, we talk for one hour and they're like, I have never felt so comfortable. So you have to give them that comfortable feeling. You have to be authentic to them. Uh, when they see that genuine 
um, interests. Like somebody's talking to you and you're not doing giving eye contact or you're doing something else, you lose focus. But and then you listen to what the person is saying, just like you do. You always listen and you pick up from the conversation. So it makes the person comfortable and it brings out um, the genuine conversation. You do it. I do. We all do it. So thank you too. <laughs> all right. That's another masterclass on live interviews. Yeah. Featuring Mr. Boyo. <laughs> all right, Dr. Abba. <laughs> We have to go yes. now, but I'd like you to talk to us. I see that um, one of the features on Thinking Reimagined that you're so particular about is intergenerational conversation, um, being able to sample opinion, not just from a particular stakeholder, but across board. And I think it's fantastic talking to women, talking to young people, talking to the elderly, talking to someone living outside Nigeria. It, it just makes the conversation very rich. And then you can get to see uh, how people see things from different perspectives. I'd like you to give us um, uh, the tips of an iceberg on what we're going to have, because I know that we're going to have an inter international conversation very soon in the light of yeah. the days of activism. Yes, we are. You know, that idea really comes from my childhood, having grandparents, grandmothers, I should say, um, who told stories and it's part of our rich heritage. You know, we live in a culture currently or in a world where um, information is passed on generationally. So you sit down in the evenings and you have dialogue. And I always loved it. I remember um, as a child um, having aunts and grandmother and mom and, you know, cousins and this richness of the conversation it was so um, gritty and at the same time authentic and the laughter and I've always captured it and I, I learned so much from my grandmothers um, and I and I thought that's a great way to do this um, podcast you know intergenerationally you learn you know you would learn from the elderly as the elderly learn from the new ones there's so much to learn from this current Gen Z, I, I, you know, their lingo, their, their perspective on life. And then you look at the millennials who are not that much older than them. And their twist on life is very different from someone like me. I am a baby boomer. So, you know, I, my perspective is also different. So I, I like that, um, that longitudinal uh, approach of looking at a topic and people's sharing their experience because our perspectives are all different. I mean, I would like to bring in some more people, but um, I think conversation is critical. Conversation connects you with people. And if you don't connect with people, then you can't really enjoy the richness of life and what it's supposed <clears throat> to be. And you can't have compassion for others or empathy that comes around when you connect. And that's what we want to do over here is connect with people um, change minds, think differently, act differently, and bring about the change that is necessary um, for this world to, to continue to exist and to impact lives is very critical. So um, next week, we're going to have an international panel. Um, it will be myself, um, a team from the United States of America, a team from the United Kingdom. Um, it's going to be all women. 
but with them, they will be bringing another generation that is part of their program so that the, the younger ones and the, the um, founders have a chance to dialogue. And it will give the perspective of what is going on in other places. The issues that we're dealing with here on gender violence or youth issues is global. It's not limited to where we are, but to see their perspective on what they're doing is very important because, you know, we live in the digital world and the world that we thought was this large is really this large right now, particularly since we do everything electronically. So I'm looking forward to that discussion and this should be um, great fun. Um, but I, to. I want to end it is going to be, but I want to end on this note because I've been thinking about 16 days of activism and what it is that we should be um, focused on. And some of it, Mr. Boyo mentioned, we, you know, we need to encourage people to speak up. We need to encourage women, children, even the men who are being abused to speak up. Tell somebody who can support you in the process of unburdening yourself and having action occur. Um, we need to empower others. So education, awareness, you know, it's very critical. We need to advocate for others. It's, it's so powerful when you can speak on behalf of another. Not only do you give them um, credence for the stories that they're sharing, it's very difficult to share stories. It's very difficult to um, speak on what you have experienced because you it opens up a wound that you think has healed and the emotions come through. So it's important to advocate for others. We need to fight for equality of women. It is so critical when we have equality, we can reduce the level of violence that we endure. And that goes to harassment in the workplace, harassment when you're walking down the street. It, 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 it's just, it permeates the culture. It's become so um, acceptable and yet, it is offensive and it diminishes, just diminishes the value of another person. And we need to find solutions. It is critical that we have solutions, implementable solutions, not this high fluting ideas that people come up with, but they cannot implement it. And most importantly, accountability. We are all accountable for ourselves and the others in our lives. Absolutely. The conversation continues on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify. We're streaming, we stream all of our recordings live on Facebook. You can get the recording also on YouTube at Leaves Abundantly. Well, if you're just joining us for the first time, you should check this out on a weekly basis. In one of those intergenerational conversations was when Dr. Amal learned the expression Japa. It's just that yes. she it <laughs> she's still pronouncing like a white I'm woman. Jackpa. Yeah. Jackpa. Jackpa. Say Jackpa. Jackpa. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. Boyle. Um, Thank you very Jack much. Boyle is a director, an actor and also a co-producer on Thinking Ray Margin is the presenter, the anchor and producer of the Pillow Talk live show on Instagram. Thank, Thank you for you. sharing with us today. I, I just want to say Amma. one more thing. Yes, please do. What Dr. Amma said, men have a right to cry. <laughs> yes, they do. I agree with you. 
know, I've been trying to cry ever since we had that conversation. <laughs> I hope I'll get there someday. <laughs> You certainly well. Abba, thank you so much for all you do. We appreciate you. We are, we we are hoping that um, you will keep keeping strong, and then you would have the opportunity to do everything that's on your heart to do, and even do it on a bigger and greater platform. But the is executive director of Live Abundantly. And she's the executive producer of this show. We love you and we really appreciate you. Thank you for this special one. See you guys again next week. I'm Nifemi yeah. too. Bye. And we appreciate Bye. you too, Nifemi. Thank you for being with Thank us over you. the last four years. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure, man. Regards to the girls. Yes, so they're here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Thinking Reimagined. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and welcome your comments, insights, and learnings as we strive to transform our global society. A change in mindset, engagement, collaboration, dialogue, awareness, and education. Thinking reimagined, changing the mindset for a better global society.